Hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome to a brand new review on the Sam Bissell Podcast on the Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. And right now, I'm going to be doing a review on the brand new Marvel Studios flick, Black Widow, which stars Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, David Harbour, Rachel Weisz, and is directed by Kate Shortland. You don't know everything about me. I've lived a lot of lives before I was an Avenger. I got this family. I made mistakes choosing between what the world wants you to be and who you are. Now, Black Widow is the first film in Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's not the first entry in Phase 4 as we've gotten the Disney Plus shows over the last couple of months to start off the new year. But this is really kind of a monumental moment for the Marvel Cinematic Universe for theatrical exhibition, of course, as this is the first Marvel Cinematic Universe film in two years since Spider-Man Far From Home and Avengers Endgame came out in the summer of 2019. So this is really a long time coming. This film was supposed to come out on May 1st of last year, but because of the COVID-19 pandemic, it was delayed multiple times to the end of 2020 to May of this year, and then of course finally stuck its date on July 9th of 2021. So we're finally getting this film. This is really kind of the first really in-depth look that we're getting of Natasha Romanoff, Scarlett Johansson's first kind of like main seat driving, driving of the, the kind of the car of a Marvel Cinematic Universe film and she is also aided by an incredible cast that stars up-and-comer Florence Pugh, who is one of my favorite actresses. Of course, I, as I mentioned before, Stranger Things is David Harbour is in this, and Academy Award winner Rachel Weisz is, is a part of this ensemble as well. So th- there, there's a lot that was, I think, interested in this, and I think, of course, since this is a, a prequel, and this is taking place before Avengers Endgame, we all know what happens to Natasha Romanoff in the events of Avengers Endgame. A lot of people were wondering, well, what are we going to be learning from this film? What are the stakes going to be? And, and and why do we need this film? And as Marvel usually does, it's pretty evident why we need a, a film like this in a multitude of ways. But it really, it, it expands the, the world of Black Widow. And that's really one of the positives that I took away from this film. And, and, and there's, of course, a lot of writing on this movie for the, the theatrical exhibition. There's a lot writing on it for fans of, again, being the first film in two years that people are seeing. They want to, they want to experience and see what the new era of the MCU is going to be after what we saw in the finality of the Infinity Saga in 2019. So what is Black Widow going to bring? And I think for the most part, I think it delivers high and above really, really well. I think this is a really well done MCU film. And this isn't really like one of the origin films like we got with a Doctor Strange or an Iron Man or a Thor or a Captain America or Captain Marvel. This is very much kind of the continued exploration of the Natasha Romanoff character and her world of the espionage world with the Red Room and in the spy world and I think it's more of a fact of, of really looking outside of her own world where she was before S.H.I.E.L.D. before the Avengers and they really do a good job of I think exploring that and giving her a lot of meaning that we can see when we watch films like Infinity War Endgame and something like The Winter Soldier or the first Avengers film as well it gives new backstory to it in a really 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 good and in-depth way and I think this was just overall a fun and entertaining ride that we 
can just get back into the big screen experience with. And for a lot of people that maybe haven't seen a lot of blockbusters over the last few months, like an F9 or a Quiet Place Part 2, this is going to be their first time back in on the big screen going to a movie theater during the pandemic now that we're in a, in a vaccination setting during the COVID-19 pandemic that a lot of people feel safe enough going to see an MCU film back on the big screen. And I think for the most part, people will have a fun, entertaining, enjoying kind of experience going into this. Is it one of the great MCU flicks that you can maybe rival with Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Infinity War, Endgame, or Guardians of the Galaxy, or Thor Ragnarok, or Black Panther? It's not up there for me in the upper echelon, but it's definitely in the middle of the pack in a really good way. I would rate it from like 12 to 15. It would be somewhere in that pecking order. I think it does a really good job, again, of establishing Natasha Romanoff and continuing to explore her backstory and really doing things in an interesting way that, again, we also haven't seen done in a Marvel Cinematic Universe film before. But really, before I get into a lot more of the positives, because I do have more positives than negatives, I do want to get into some things that I think were flawed with this film. And one of the things that I think is really well done in an MCU flick, and it's been done specifically what I always think of when I see kind of this grounded, gritty, spy thriller I look back to to Captain America the Winter Soldier and how great that fight choreography was it was something different and something new that we hadn't seen in the MCU before really any kind of comic book movie beforehand the the hand-to-hand choreography was just spot on the direction the editing was just done so fluid that I, I just really enjoyed what I saw and so I always kind of compare the fight choreography when I see these kind of espionage in, inspirations done in the MCU I always kind of take it to that degree and maybe I should have parameters set for this kind of thing but I think one of the things that was a little bit rocky seeing Black Widow was I just thought some of the editing on the action sequences were a little bit choppy I think that whenever they try to go to the hand-to-hand choreography which I thought the choreography was really good I just think that some of the editing could have been done a little bit more fluid there could have been maybe some longer takes instead of kind of going to the quick cut editing and I think if you guys have listened to this podcast long enough you've realized over time that I've not grown accustomed to the kind of the quick cut. I really like seeing scenes kind of take place and and really kind of stay on a certain sequence for a little bit more of an extended period of time than maybe just kind of going from one angle to the next to the next to the next because I just think for some eyes it's just it, it just still is, is a little bit too much and then you're taking your eyes off the screen when they really should be on it when certain action sequences are, are taking place. So I just thought the editing in and of itself was a little bit of choppy but I think the, the direction that was going on was really really well done but just could have been could have been tightened up a little bit on the editing side of things and also even though I love the themes for the film and I'll talk about more of that in the positives I do think that this fell into the the category of a generic MCU plot where there's a there's certain MacGuffins that are involved and the characters have to go from A to B and there's nothing really enticing about that there are some there's some twists and turns that I think were were smart and cool that I really like that were put into the story but I just think overall it wasn't anything new and and fresh and and something that we hadn't really seen beforehand then I also think the same thing could go for the main villain who's actually played by Ray Winstone in this film not kind of not up there with obviously Thanos or Loki or Killmonger some like an Alexander Pierce he's very much kind of a a below average kind of villain that we've seen in MCU movies beforehand, and I think it continues with the character that he plays 
in the movie. I do like what they did with Taskmaster, which again, this is a, and I should have mentioned this before, this is a non-spoiler review. We're not going to be going into any spoilers on this podcast on this review so we don't have to worry about that but i just want to say about taskmaster i do like some of the twists that they took with that one that i wasn't really expecting until maybe the a minute or two before it was revealed so i gotta give kudos to the writing staff on that one but overall those are really just a lot of the negatives uh, some of the negatives that i have there's not a whole lot that i'm really kind of picking on with that but those are just some of the standout negative moments that i saw but throughout the rest of it though a lot of the a lot of the other majority of the film I really did enjoy and I think a lot of it whereas some of the action that I think maybe Kate Trulin could have done a little bit better on with the editing I think as a director she did okay with the action I think with what her strength was in this film was with the character moments, specifically the family dynamic, which has been marketed throughout this entire film, which is kind of this this little makeshift family that Natasha had before the Avengers with the Red Guardian, with Rachel Weiss's character, and with Yelena, who's played by Florence Pugh. And I think the the intimate moments between all of those different characters were handled so incredibly well. And I think I got to give kudos to the writing staff and the direction of Kate Shulman for making us really fall in love with a lot of these brand new characters that we never saw before in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I think that's one of the the magical things about this franchise is when we're introduced to new characters immediately almost in the first movie or not television show that we're introduced to some of these new characters in right now, we're really kind of gravitating towards them and, and whatever kind of feeling we have towards them, we have some kind of feeling. And I think that continues with this movie and that there's a lot of intimate sister moments between Natasha and Elena that I thought were really well done. And I thought that the family dynamic and some of the, the, the big family scenes were really, really done well. So I got to give my kudos to that. And I also think that a lot of that has to do, of course, with the performances with these brand new characters and specifically the ones that stand out the most. And they've been talked about a lot. And I'm going to continue to sing the praises of them is, of course, Florence Pugh as Elena and David Harbour as the Red Guardian. Both of them just bring a lot of brand new energy to this film and a lot of it has to do with their sincere moments a lot of their emotional moments which they're both really good at doing but surprisingly both their characters and and the film throughout has some really good humor and most of the time sometimes really throughout the mcu there's a lot of of humor that falls flat or feels forced but really in this movie a lot of the humor seems natural and it fits the chemistry within the family and it doesn't doesn't feel off for any of the characters even for somebody like yelena which i think when you see the trailers you might think she's more of a very serious character but when you see the film surprisingly she has some of the best jokes throughout the movie and i gotta give credit to florence Pugh for that who again to me is one of the best actresses working in the game today i loved her in 2019 she was probably my favorite actress to watch that year when she had three incredible movies come out with fighting with my family midsummer and of course getting an oscar nomination for little woman and she continues to showcase why i think she's going to be one of the best actresses in the game for the next couple of years and to get a major franchise like this i'm very excited to see her hopefully more in the mcu to come and just in other things in general that she has down the pipeline as well but loved her in this i think she fit the role perfectly and again the same thing for david harbour who fit the red guardian he was really more of the comedic relief that you would expect and it wasn't really again forced he delivered it really well i loved his character it it was it was better than i thought it was going to be and, and i was really really impressed by 
that. And somebody who isn't getting enough credit, and who, again, we all know her to be great. And I think we people might not be praising her enough because we just know that she's great. And I think we might take advantage of that sometimes is Rachel Weisz. I think she delivers in this film. She, again, fits that family dynamic. She's really a lot more heavily involved than I thought she was going to be from the way that I was hearing some of the reviews sound like. Again, it was hyping up the performances of Florence Pugh and David Harbour, which are deserved. But I also think Rachel Weisz should have been given a little bit more credit as well. I thought she brought a lot to the table as well. And again, all these are great performances that are not named Scarlett Johansson because we've known Scarlett Johansson to be in these movies for, this is her ninth film that she's been doing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And again, she just absolutely kills it in this film. We know what she brings and she just continues to show these brand new layers of Natasha that we haven't really seen before. And if this really is the last rodeo for Scarlett Johansson, I think she goes out on an incredible high note. What she's delivered for the Marvel Cinematic Universe since 20, uh, 2010 with the first Iron Man movie and the way that she's helped the creators evolve Natasha throughout the MCU over the last 10 plus years has just been absolutely remarkable. And again, she leaves certainly on a high mark with her performance in Black Widow. And again, I think this just does a really good job of showcasing a lot of the the great backstory of Natasha. And I think having Scarlett Johansson as a producer really helped with that. Again, you can't doubt what Kevin Feige is able to do and help bring to the writing staff and the team and, and being able to kind of think fill all these holes within the, the MCU. And I, and I think one of the things that people might have been questioning was having this as a prequel. And is that going to work? Is that going to contradict anything? And for the most part, again, I think they're able to fill out some great backstory information of Natasha that we heard about throughout the MCU in her and kind of her character development but we really kind of get to see fully realized in this film and it fits in doesn't feel forced it fits within the story that they are trying to tell. And I think when it comes to the themes of this film, I think it, it's a great continuation of the the trend that Phase 4 has been going on so far. When you look at WandaVision, Falcon the Winter Soldier, what we're seeing in Loki right now and continuing, it seems like, on the feature film side is being able to explore character development in these films and really kind of, of, of showcase things that are difficult that we hadn't really seen in the MCU before. With, again, WandaVision, it's about grief and trauma and, and Falcon the Winter Soldier. It's more with politics and race. And it seems with Loki, it's about more of, of identity. And with with Black Widow, it really is about kind of the, this 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 movement that people are in right now with the Me Too movement and, and women's rights and, and, and women being able to do what they want to do. And I think this film clearly focuses on that. And I think it's a, a trend that we're going to see Marvel continue to utilize again not just in their in their television shows but also translate into the feature films as well so i think the 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 ideas the themes that marvel was going for in this film the writers the the, the director and kate shortland scarlett johansson the everyone in front of behind the camera as well that were part of this film were really angling on those themes and i think they fit really really well and one other thing without kind of giving spoilers away and this has been kind of been talked about on the on twitter really and it doesn't give any spoilers away but the first 10 minutes of this film is gripping. It, it, it really is riveting and I think, again, sets the tone for what this film
film is trying to tell throughout. And it has this great, great cover piece from Smells Like Teen Spirit from Nirvana that fits in really well with the mood of what they're trying to set and kind of fill in the backstory of Natasha's youth. I think it was really well done, really kind of set the tone of what we were going to experience with this film. So I just wanted to give, give my kudos to, to those first 10 minutes of really kind of gravitating you and, and, and getting you to be transfixed on what you're seeing on the big screen already. And of course, without giving spoilers away as well, I wouldn't be remiss without saying that this film does have a post-credit scene at the very end. There's not, sometimes a Marvel film will have two post-credit scenes, like a mid-credit scene and and an after-credit scene, but this one is just one after-credit scene, so stick till the very end. And it is probably one of my favorite post-credit scenes that they have done so far. It's just absolutely amazing. I loved it, and I'm not gonna give anything away, but hopefully I can talk spoilers about it next week when talking about Black Widow but I love the post credit scene. I think it's one of my favorites. And when you see it, you'll understand why it could really, again, kind of change the game and set the direction of where the MCU is going to be going for the next couple of years in the future. But overall, I really like Black Widow. It was a great way to get back into, onto the big screen with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, giving kind of Natasha Romanoff a great send-off, but also expanding the world of Black Widow that I think we're going to see in the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, while also setting up some great characters, you know, Lena and Red Guardian, and also kind of just, just giving a nice send-off for Natasha as well. Really like the action, generic plot a little bit, but I love the themes that they were able to do. And I think overall, I'm going to give this film a 7 out of 10 stars for Black Widow. That could maybe change when I see the film a couple more times, but just based on initial review, 7 out of 10 is my score as of right now for Marvel Studios Black Widow. If you guys have seen Black Widow, what did you think about it? Let me know down below in the comment section. Non-spoiler thoughts and leave your thoughts below. But with that down and out of the way, that will do it for this review of the Sam Bissell Podcast. Guys, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out my channel for more content. You can check me out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, SoundCloud, and much more. Also, make sure to tune in on the Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. And be sure to check out the other amazing shows that are on there, such as You Mad Bro, the number one source to see what the internet is pissed off about on a weekly basis. Also, check out Goal Driven Professionals, Geared Toward Improving Client Relations, Return on Investment, and Customer Acquisition Costs for Independent Businesses and Services. Also, check out The Daily Grind a weekly motivational podcast with Kelly Johnson giving you everyday tips and key takeaways on reaching your goals. Also along the way, make sure to check out these other amazing shows on the podcast solutions, such as Wrestle Attic Radio, Fretzel Media Podcast, and Midnight Showing. You can check these out and so much more on the website, ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com, also on Facebook and Twitter at Real Ambiguous. And if you want to check out Canopy Treehouse, use the coupon code AMBIGUOUS. Also, when you get a chance, make sure to follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Bissell Samuel. That's B-U-S-S-E-L-L-S-A-M-U-E-L. And on Facebook at Sam Bissell. Guys, once again, thank you so much for tuning into this review on the Sam Bissell Podcast. And until next time, keep on screening. Where did you think I was all this time? We have unfinished business. My girls are the toughest girls in the world. I'm sorry. We had our orders and we played our rules. It wasn't real. It was real to me. Everything. Bring her.
C'est pas toi. Tu sens, tu as moi. 